Welcome again to Hidden Truths. And today we have Eugene Hoover, who is going to give us some tips. We always love to have tips from a financial advisor. Hi, Eugene, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, how are you doing? Doing great, great. I can't wait to hear those five important tips that you want to share with us. So we're talking about five things today. They're pretty quick, but they can be extremely important. So number one, beneficiaries. Number two, know what you own. Three, goals. Number four, liquidity. And number five, making interest work for you rather than against you. So the first thing is beneficiaries. Now, beneficiaries can be on bank accounts, investment accounts, properties, and that's where trusts and all that kind of stuff comes into effect. You know, if you've ever set up in a, a 401k or you've set up an IRA or something, you'll notice there's a section where you have to fill in your beneficiaries. So it's important not only to know who you want your beneficiaries to be, whether it goes to your kids or your spouse, but life changes. And you might fill out your 401k beneficiary when you're 22 years old. And when you're 60, you need to make sure it's updated because if something happens, if you pass away, you know, things happen and you don't expect it. You want to make sure those things are updated. So it's really, really important to make sure those are updated because not only like, think about how difficult it is for you to decide who you want your beneficiaries to be. It's going to be way harder on your kids or your spouse, that kind of thing. Um, and so when you're thinking about beneficiaries, think about who you want it to go to, decide if you want it to be a per stirpes distribution per capita, and these are the kind of things you ought to look up and make sure you fully understand. And it's one of those times when a financial advisor could really help. Well, yeah, because we don't always know everything that we need to know, right, to make those right decisions. Uh, it's important to to have the latest updates on, on the, the possibilities, the potential, and yeah, the, the options we have. Exactly. So now on to number two. This is a know what you own segment. It's important to know what's going on. Uh, when you're 22, yes, you can take a lot of, generally, you can take more risk than when you're older. Um and so when you have a target date fund, for example, um, they tend to be very aggressive when you're young and then get a lot less aggressive as you get older. Okay, perfectly fine. But what I've noticed, especially with clients coming in who are approaching retirement, some of them are already in retirement, they have a lot more risk in their portfolio than they realize. And it's really unfortunate, but I've heard many, many stories where someone's planning on retiring in just a few years, or perhaps they're even planning retirement on retiring next year, mm. but then the market goes down, which it does occasionally, yeah. and then they're stuck in their job for another five years. And so this is a big thing. You need to know what you own. Uh, you, know, you don't need to necessarily know every single stock that's in your portfolio, but you should have a general idea of how much risk you're taking and if you are in a position to actually retire. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That's critical. And this is why it's important to have people like you who can really guide into uh, letting your clients know whether they they have their money invested in the right places or if it's time to potentially make a change, right? Because exactly, it can change fast. Mm -hmm. Yes, it can. Yeah. Um, so now on to number three, this is planning ahead of time and having goals. Now, I know people talk about this a lot, but how many people actually take a minute and write down what their goals are? You know, for example, you know, I want to retire at 65. Okay, well, if I want to retire at 65, heck, maybe I want to retire at 55. So I'm a little different than the average person. That means I'm likely, likely going to have to save more than everybody else. So I need to plan that out. Perhaps you're having a kid. Well, you can just pay tuition when the kid reaches 18, or perhaps you prepare something in advance. You know, there's different ways to uh, save 
money for that kid for his college, you know, such as a 529 plan or a Coverdell account. These are great things to talk to advisors about and that kind of thing and do research yourself. But these things can really save you from paying a lot of money in taxes and just actually be prepared to pay for tuition. Because it may be where you go, I can pay for tuition today, but when your kid is 18, all of a sudden something happens, you don't have that free cash flow to actually pay for. So if you had planned in advance, not only would it have saved you money in taxes, but it also would have allowed you to save an ample amount. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, that That's very important. And now people live a lot longer too. So you have to plan for this as well. Exactly. And, and I can't believe how many people don't have, you know, Roth IRAs. I mean, obviously, you know, if you make a certain amount, you can't contribute it to, to it. And there's a lot of other factors, but think about how many people when they were young, if they had contributed to a Roth IRA, it would have saved them so much in taxes in the future. Obviously, it's not right for everybody, but, you know, it's a great investment vehicle that the government has given us. So it's a bummer more people don't use it. Yeah, true. Yeah. So on to the next one, number four is having enough liquidity. Now, what I mean by this is I mean having an emergency fund in case something happens. I mean, having enough cash month to month to pay your bills and just, you know, live life in general. And it can get very, very stressful, even if an emergency doesn't happen, you know, just making sure you're not spending all your money every month so that you can pay your bills and you don't have to keep having a balance in your credit card. Then, of course, if something does happen, you have that emergency fund. Many people in the U.S. and in the world, they live a paycheck to paycheck. I think it's about, what, 65% of the population? Mm -hmm. It's a very high number. Very high number. So, I mean, when you when you do live like that, in case something happens and what do you do? That's that's the challenge. If you don't have emergency uh, uh, liquidity uh, uh, set aside and, and they're ready for you just in case. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's honestly a big de-stressor. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's probably going to be hard for you to sleep every night if you know I've only got a couple extra bucks in the bank. If anything happens or I spend a little bit more on groceries than I normally would, that can be a problem. You know, so it may come to a point where you need to reduce some of your subscriptions that you're buying or you need to go out two times less per month. And it doesn't have to be anything significant for most people, but just enough to build not only a little reserve, but also having a continuous reserve every month. Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, yeah, with inflation, people, are, they've had to make some adjustments. So exactly. I mean, you're forced to. When you're forced to, you make them. But it's when, when you're not forced to that you have to plan ahead and make them happen. Right, right. right. And so now number five, this is a big one. Um, when it comes to investments, you you often hear people say, you know, compounding interest is amazing. It's, it's that thing where you've only invested 200,000, but by the time you retire, it's 400,000. It's, you know, it's that kind of thing. Um, interest is an amazing thing, but interest can also work against you. Now, this happens a lot with the credit cards, with the car loans, you know, personal lines of credit. And you take credit cards where a lot of those credit cards are, you know, 20%, around 20% interest. That's a lot of money. But if you've got a couple thousand in credit cards every month, that's a problem. So be aware of that. Uh, and then you've got the car loans now where, you know, it used to be a couple of years uh, was your car loan, you know, three or four years. You know, now they're pushing those out to six and seven years. Right. And, and you're paying a lot in interest. Yep, yep. You need to really be careful of that and let interest work for you and make you more money compared to it taking a lot of money away from you. Yep. 
Well, yeah, the, the danger too is they increase those rates. You're not always aware of it if you don't watch. Mm-hmm. And then, then you realize that you have to pay all this extra money for, for interest that you, you forgot about, right? So that's something exactly. to, to make sure you check uh, on, on a regular basis. Right, and credit cards are notorious for doing that. I, just, yeah. I, I remember reading in the news just a couple of weeks ago of them continually increasing. So you really got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, you know, spend not, not more than what you really have to. And then if you can't pay them off every month, that's the ideal scenario. Exactly. And especially with the car loans, you know, you generally, unless you calculate it out yourself, you don't know how much you're actually paying in interest, you know, and so you really got to be careful where this loan you're looking at, it's only $500 a month. I can afford that. Great. Uh, but you push it out to seven years. You don't realize how much you're actually paying for that $40,000 car. It's a lot more than $40,000. Right. Yeah, of course. But this is how those financial institutions make money. Exactly. Great. Thank you. This is great information. So check uh, all the blogs and all the videos that we publish on a weekly basis. You will learn a lot from Eugene, Josh and Bob. They are experts in their field. They can also do a free portfolio analysis for you. It's okay, even if you have already uh, financial advisors, which a lot of people already have. It's always a great idea to have a second opinion because they may have experience or they may know certain elements that your financial financial advisors don't know. So getting a second opinion is always very valuable. So we highly recommend that you do so. There is no obligation to purchase anything you just have a conversation with them, which also allows you to, to get to know each other, which is always a good thing. Thank you again, Eugene, today. Great information for everyone else. Remember to subscribe to the channel and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.